That's one thing about New Yorkers. We think we know everything. We don't know how radiators work. We don't know shit about radiators. I love it when I have friends come over, right? And they're like, dude, why do you got the window open in February? Close the window. I'm like, all right, I'll close the window. Three hours later, I just hear, And then I tell them what all New Yorkers say. Well, I don't know. I don't know. We're not allowed to ask that question. We're not allowed. We're not permitted to have that knowledge. We don't ask questions like that. The clanking is the clanking, and that's what the fuck it is. Yes, it's peculiar that a device worn by water would sound like someone's beating it with a hockey stick. But we don't ask those questions in New York. That's not what we do. After midnight, we're gonna let it all hang out. After midnight, we're gonna chill and shout. Here we go! <laughs> when I started doing this podcast, I gave myself a challenge: pick five topics randomly, do five shows in one week. If I can make it. It means I can sustain the demands of this podcast for a whole year. If not, then maybe I should not. Maybe I should try something else. I almost failed, to be honest with you, because of New York City. I wanted to do something different for that episode. I wanted to have people of New York tell me how they feel, good or bad, about the city. So I went to all the social medias, and all I got was backlash. Not going to get into it. Life is too short to be petty about it. But I decided, you know what, let's not do it at all. <laughs> Because I wanted to complete my challenge, so I picked another topic and never thought about New York again, even though there was a bunch of cool songs I wanted to play. And then a few months later, I met online two boys who call themselves Captain and Amir Cat. They had a podcast together, instantly fell in love with it. One of them, Scott, an Englishman, decided to move to New York four years ago. He lives here now, and he has a great passion for the city, which reminded me of my own. It's the city of the Marvel Universe. It's the city of Woody Allen. I know you can't talk about it anymore, but I used to watch his movie growing up. It's the city of two writers that I love, Rachel Kahn and David Levitan, who infuse with what I assume is the smell, the music, the sound, the feel of New York City so much that I want to visit it. So I decided, you know what? Scott inspired me with his own podcast now that he does called The Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American, where he talks to Americans about what it is to be a New Yorker. I thought, you know what, I should stop being so petty. I should go back to doing my episode. And with the help of Scott, who will be with us later on, here I am. Welcome after midnight. My name is Anthony from Montreal, Canada. I am a night shift worker, have been for the last 16 years. And during the day, I take care of my two autistic kids, which means that I have no social life, no activity, no hobby, no friends. I decided to keep my sanity by doing this. Each week, I play five songs related to one topic, and I actually record this after midnight. Somebody online asked me why I chose that title. This is why. I've been a night owl for so long now that it's the only time that I can really, A, be myself and B, dwell. So I do this show for people like me and hopefully for you. This week's topic, of course, is New York City. Enough talking. First two songs. Enjoy.
Come on. Race riots, drive-by shootings, subway crashes, construction cranes collapsing on the sidewalks, manhole covers blowing up, and asbestos shooting into the sky. We had a subway crash here a couple years ago. Five people died. The next day, they found out the driver was drunk and hooked on crack. Folks, this makes Disneyland look like a fucking bike ride, doesn't it? Your driver today is Edward. He's drunk and hooked on crack. The man sitting next to you has a loaded 9mm. Good luck, folks.
the first few bars of that song made you think we were going to listen to House of Pain's Jump Around. <laughs> that means you're a 90s child, my friends. It was 1963's version of Hard and Shuffle, the original, by Bob and Earl. It was famously covered by the Rolling Stone. I will admit that it's a good version. I spoke with Scott, the Englishman from New York, about cover songs. We both agree that it is rare that the cover will be more sincere, more honest, and better than the original. A few have achieved it. Johnny Cash, we mentioned, with Hurt, absolutely achieved something that very few <laughs> were able to take one good song and just go way above the clouds with it. Is it the case with the Rolling Stones Arm Shuffle? You'll be the judge. I don't think so. I think it's a good cover, but I don't think it equals the original at all. It was, uh, if you remember, used in the recent movie Baby Driver. I spoke about it before. It has a tremendous soundtrack, and this was was in it. Before that, you had Ace Frehley's version of another cover song. Again, maybe not as good as the original, but more popular than the original, that's for sure. It was <laughs> first recorded in 1975 by the band Hello, and then Ace Frehley covered it for his uh, debut solo album in 1978. He wasn't separated from Kiss then, but all the members of Kiss released concurrently a solo album that year in 1978, and Ace Frehley launched it with this one, with this song, which then he kept playing with Kiss on tour until he left them in 1982, and has been regularly playing in his solo tours ever since. We will be talking to Scott. I mentioned him, the Englishman from New York, in just a few minutes. But before, I will go with a song that I... It was a coin toss, what I was going to open the show with. I wanted to impact. I want to 
get into the groove. So I went with Ace Freely, but really, originally, my intention was, well, no, my intention was Robert Goulet, but I'm not going to get into this now. My intention was to go with Jim Crowes, the song you're going to hear right now, taken from his legendary album in 1972 called You Don't Mess Around With Jim. It's one of the songs that I don't like to talk about. It stirs a lot of stuff inside of me. I prefer just listening to it. The song is called New York Is Not My Home. Enjoy. Things that were me Been in so many places You know I've run so many races And looked into the empty faces Of the people of the night And something is just not right Cause I know that I gotta get out of here I'm so alone Don't you know that I gotta get out of here Cause New York's not my home Though all the streets are crowded There's something strange about it I lived there about a year And I never once felt at home Big time, I learned a lot of lessons off of quick And now I'm telling you that they were not the nice kind It's been so long since I have felt fine That's the reason that I gotta get out of here I'm so alone Don't you know that I gotta get out of here Cause New York's not my home New York City, you are an Englishman in New York, Scott. So I want to ask you, mm-hmm. first off, how do you feel about this city? Four years into it, how do you feel? Um, I love it. 
like uh, I know I kind of wrote you that weird kind of spoken word crisscross poem. But no, I love New York. <laughs> I find that the people are really standoffish, but they're so sweet when you need something that that kind of makes up for it. I, I love the city. They're sweet. This is not something I've ever heard about people yeah. from New York. I can say you could start a fight with any New Yorker, but just disagreeing with whatever they say is the <laughs> best pizza place. That's an American. That's not a New Yorker. But um, <clears throat> I just lost my entire roster of listeners there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do. I love um, New York when it's through the prism of someone like Woody Allen. I'm sorry to say to bring up. I know you shouldn't talk about Woody Allen now anymore, but his movies have such romanticism towards New York, or the books mm. by Rachel Kahn and David Levitan. It brings you a love of of the music, of the jazz, of the street-level New York that you don't probably hear from the people who are there. Anyway, enough about this. Your song, once again, you you shot me in the back with that song, because it's a song I've never heard of, and yet it forced me to redo my roster, because it opens with a sample of an old song by Robert Goulet, which is what I was opening my show with. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> oh, great minds. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, exactly. Great minds think like the song was called New York's My Own by Robert Goulet. She's, uh, he's, sorry, a favorite of my mom. Used to listen to him all the time when I was a kid. So I'm kind of bringing Rosh to, to his sound, to people like, like, uh, Tony Bennett. Like, of course, Sinatra, Dean Martin, and Robert Goulet, all these singers of that era, I'm, I'm brainwashed to that, which is why I played them a lot. And then again, you screwed me. So once more, you're going to be the one to introduce that song. I hate you. Go ahead. That, that's cool. That's the nicest way anyone's ever put me down. Um, <laughs> yeah, I picked Letter to NYC by the Beastie Boys. Whenever I think of New York, I always think of rap music. So my original choice was a song called Rap Music by Killer Mike, who was on the Outcast song that we sp yes. spoke about in a previous podcast. Um, and then I was like, nah, I kind of need to, it, it should really be Jay-Z, Nas, Wu-Tang, you know, the list goes on. Oh, and then I, then I, yeah, you kind of have to, he has to be in the conversation for oh. some reason, but yeah, Beastie Boys, the, <laughs> The song is all about recovering from 9-11. I just thought it was a really beautiful love letter to, to NYC and, and where they grew up. I was surprised to, to learn that they did something after the 1980s. Because, again, I'm an 80s child, so I know them from a Fight for a Right to Party. And I, I honestly thought that after that, they went away, disappeared, puff of smoke. For a song that they made so later in their career, it's really, really good. Again, it's already in my car. There you go. Two for two. Two for two. There you go. You're a winner. There's one that I don't like, but I'm not going to talk about it right now. <clears throat> <laughs> so the song is Open Letter to NYC. It's uh, from 2004, if I'm not mistaken. And that's it. Listen, all you New Yorkers. Unified, whoever you are, uh, we doing fine on the one and nine line. 
on the L, we doing swell. On the number 10 bus, we fighting plus. You know we thorough in the burrows, cause that's a must. I remember when the boots was all torn on flicks. So running home after school, a two-play kick. At lunch, I go to movies down on Montague Street. And hit the Fulton Street Mall for the sneakers on my feet. Dear New York, I hope you're doing well. I know a lot's happened and you've been through hell. So we give thanks for providing a home. Through your kids at Ellis Island, we passed in Jones. Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, and Staten. From the Battery to the top of Manhattan. Asian, Little Eastern, and Latin. Black, white, New York, you make it happen. L-I-E, the B-Q-E. Hippies at the band show with the L-S-D. Get my B-B-D's from B-I-M. You know I'm repping Manhattan the best I can. Stop off the Zika bar. Got thrown out. Sneaking in at 4 a.m. After going out, you did rob me in the park. At the end, I'm wrong. But everybody started looting when the lights on out to Queensbridge, from Hollis, Queens, right down to Bay Ridge, from Castle Hill to the Lower East Side, from 1010 Winds to 5-5. Dear New York, this is a love letter to you and how you brought us together. We can't say enough about all you do, cause in the city we're ourselves and electric too. Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, and Staten, from the Battery to the top of Manhattan, Asian, Little Eastern, and Latin, Black, White, New York, Thank you to Scott once again for being with us. He will be back next week, but if you can't wait to listen to his podcast, The Englishman's Guide to Being a Better American, find it on Anchor, anchor.fm slash E-N-G-L-I-S, English, or look him up on Twitter. Just search for Devin the Moose, and if you need to know why, you need to listen to his show. Thank you so much for being with us this week as well. I hope that you like the show as much as I love recording it. And I'm leaving you with... <laughs> the winner of another coin toss. Now that I have only four slots for songs, it's really heartbreaking having to choose which song I'm going to leave behind and which I'm going to feature. 
So this time it was a coin toss that was lost by Billy Joel, but it's an honorable mention if you have a chance to look up Billy Joel's New York State of Mind, unless you know that song. And if you do know that song, listen to it again. It is beautiful. The winner, though, is an important song, as it is the second song that Bob Dylan wrote specifically for his very first album. And it talks about his time when he came to New York City trying to make it big, make a name for himself, playing in Greenwich in all these small dives, trying to perfect his sound, trying to find his voice, trying to find his music, trying to find <laughs> a record deal. Hence the lyrics, uh, you sound like a hillbilly, we want folk singer here. He talked about the difficulties of everything he was going through. And without that experience, without that album, we wouldn't get what became the signature sound of Bob Dylan and his signature style of writing. And this song is imbued with it. Without Bob Dylan, the music scene would be a lot different. So this song, his second written for his first album, is very important and it's perfect for our team. Leaving you again with my thanks for being here. Here is Talking New York, Bob Dylan. Ramblin' out of the wild west, leaving the towns I love the best. Thought I'd seen some ups and downs till I come into New York town. People going down to the ground, buildings going up to the sky. Wintertime in New York town, the wind blowing the snow around. Walk around with nowhere to go, you somebody can freeze right to the bone. I froze right to the bone. New York Times said it was the coldest winter in 17 years. I didn't feel so cold then. I swung on to my old guitar, grabbed hold of a subway car. After rocking, reeling, rolling ride, I landed up on the downtown side. Greenwich Village. I walked down there and ended up in one of them coffee houses on the block. I'd get on the stage, sing and play, man, I say, come back some other day. You sound like a hillbilly. We want folk singers here. Well, I got a harmonica job begun to play Blowing my lungs out for a dollar a day I blow it inside out and upside down The man there said he loved my sound He's raving about he loved my sound Dollar a day's worth After weeks and weeks of hanging around I finally got a job in New York town in a bigger place, bigger money too Even joined a union and paid my dues Now a very great man once said That some people rob you with a fountain pen It don't take too long to find out Just what he was talking about A lot of people don't have much food on their table But they got a lot of forks and knives And they gotta cut something 
when the sun was warm, I rambled out of New York town. Pulled my cap down over my eyes and headed out for the western skies. So long, New York. Howdy, East Orange. Podcast listener, Bitchy the Hamster here to let you know that there's no I in team, but there is one in iTunes. So use your eyeballs, go there, and leave an I review. No, it doesn't work. Do it anyway!